And fasten your seatbelts. I'm going to ask y'all a question, and it's a little bit. How many of you did not bring a Bible at all? Now, don't, don't be embarrassed. One, some of y'all didn't. You're not going to lift your hand up for nothing, you know. I'm going to, let me do something for y'all right now, and I'm not embarrassing you. I want you to be here for the next few Wednesdays, and I want you to bring it. I'm going to do something tonight. Um, I'm going to teach a subject that will make the whole Bible come alive to you. Um, it's probably the most, one of the, one of the most important subjects you'll ever hear in your entire life. As a matter of fact, until you, until I, until you hear someone preach what I'm going to preach on tonight, the Bible is a, is a, becomes a book of what, how you should live and who Jesus is, and that's not wrong. But a lot of things that are said in it don't make sense until you understand this one point. Now, this is my point. The Bible is actually about two people. Did you know that? Okay, I'm going to let you. Do y'all want to guess at the? Jesus and who? Jesus and Justin. Okay. Okay, Jesus and who? Paul, who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Boy, I'm glad I'm preaching this tonight. I don't think I've got, I don't think you got it right yet. Now, now let me explain something to you. We're going to talk about this in a minute, but before we get there, the Bible is actually about Adam and Jesus. That is what your Bible is about. Now, I, there's a lot of people in your Bible, but the whole Bible is about two races of people. It's about two men. Adam, the first Adam that bombed, and the second Adam that fixed it. Once, once you learn this, your prayer life changes. Your victory, everything changes when you understand what actually happened at the cross, when, and when you understand this. Now, now, don't be embarrassed that you didn't get it right. Because if you'd asked me that years ago, I wouldn't have known it either. Because we go through life, we hear sermons. But there's a lot of sermons that are good principles. Nothing wrong with that. But they don't answer the question. They don't unlock the book. The, what I'm going to talk about tonight unlocks everything. Think about that. That's a, that's, a, that's a statement. It unlocks everything. You will never read your Bible again and, and misunderstand anything in it. That's, that's a powerful statement to make. All right. I'm going to start off a little different before we get to Adam and Jesus. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, we're going to talk for a minute about the world we live in. Now, that's why I kind of wanted you to take some notes. If you didn't, then get the CD. And, and um, in the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verse 6, let's, let's pray first. Father God, I, I, I'm going to ask you to help me to say this in a way tonight that makes the most sense. I'm asking you for revelation knowledge, just not mentally uh, assenting to the Bible, but, but, but revelation that only can come through the Holy Spirit. I'm asking you to give it to us tonight, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. 
Now, Paul is writing to the churches in the area called Galatia. It wasn't a church. There's no town called Galatia. It's an area, and there was a bunch of churches in it. And he says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached, let him be accursed. The Greek word is anathema. As we have said, so now we, and again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? If I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Let me find that in, in this Bible right here and read it to you. I'm amazed that you are falling away so quickly from God who called you through the grace he showed you in Christ to follow another gospel, which is really not good news at all. All right. Paul's making a statement here that the church in Galatia has had some people come in and began preaching something to them, and they began to follow it. All right. In the world we're living in today, there are two groups of people. There's only two. Contrary to whatever you may think, we live in a world where people are not born again. We call them, and we'll read it in a minute, the Adamic race of mankind. It's a fallen race of people. Everybody outside of Jesus is in Adam. Now, why do I say that? When Adam sinned, you were in him. He was the first man, and everyone came from him. Now, have you ever heard people say, my life is hell and it ain't my fault? There is a truth to that. Because what he did, he screwed it up for everybody so that when he entered into sin, he passed the sin nature down to everyone on the earth. So there is a race of people on the earth that, that um, are in the Adamic race. Now, I'm going to make a statement to you, and I want you to pay very close attention to this. The world does not get their worth from who they are. They get their worth from what they do. That's extremely important. What the world does is important to them. That's the reason why you hear people say, I am a doctor. I am a lawyer. I am an ex-. They don't, they, all of their identity is wrapped up in their personal accomplishments. Now, now that's, a, that's a powerful statement. What that does is it, it helps you to understand when you get around non-believers and Carnal Christians. A carnal Christian has never learned to identify with Jesus. He, he or she still identifies with what he does after the flesh. So, all of the religions in the world are earning their salvation through works. All. Oh. 
all of them. Now, let you, the Muslims, that, you know, people are, this is a spiritual battle going on, guys. This is not physical. This whole Muslim is, all of that is, is spiritual. It's, there's, there's nothing, it's not about Philistines and Palestinians or Jews. It's, it, it's, it's about two complete cultures of humanity. One is Cain and Abel. The, 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 the fight where Cain killed Abel was because God accepted Abel and he rejected Cain. Cain tried to, tried to give God the fruit of his own hands and Abel brought the blood of a lamb, which, which by then they understood blood covenant because God had explained it to Adam and Eve. When they came out with the fig leaves, they, they, he said, that won't cut it. Now you understand when Adam and Eve were naked, did you know that before they fell, they were not nude, but they were naked? They were covered in the glory. That means that you could not see a naked woman running through the garden. Thank you for y'all's enthusiasm. But when they separated from God, the glory lifted and they saw they were nude. They were naked. They were without covering. And they decided to fix it. All right, now here's where we're going to go with this. Everything in your life that you have, good, God gave it to you as a gift. That's called good news. I want to see if you ever, when and if, when and if you ever come to God with, well, I go to church and I tithe and all that, you lost him right there. Yeah, we should have good works, and we've talked about good works. But everything God does for you is based on Jesus. So that you can come to God at any time and say, Heavenly Father, I've come for my healing, and uh, I want to be healed because I'm dealing with the flu right now, but I'm coming to you based on what Jesus did for me. God is going to answer that prayer. But the world, but, but religion does not do that. It's always helping God. It's Jesus plus circumcision. Jesus plus water baptism. Jesus plus church on Saturday. Jesus plus I prayed an hour. There's nothing wrong with you praying an hour, but God doesn't hear you because you prayed an hour. Are y'all out there? Did you go home? Now, this is called your salvation by grace.